Hello and welcome to Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. I'm your host, Joshua Doby. Thank you so much for tuning in with us here, the four o'clock hour here on WSIC as we give attention to and perhaps even spark some conversation regarding items of financial and economic importance. Now, you know, as a previous listener to Dollars and Cents, we're talking on any number of subjects here. We're going to be doing it here again today. Probably, chances are, considering the date, have a little bit of a holiday theme associated with it. I'm not, not going to promise that. It, yeah, I'll promise you. It's going to have a holiday theme associated with it. Probably going to include something on food in there, too, because, well, we all like to eat here. But, but in doing so, as we're talking about companies, investments, those kinds of things, uh, when we're looking at the, uh, the financial universe, you always remember that nothing that we're talking about here is intended as a specific recommendation for you. Meaning that even though as we're looking at these things, we may be talking about some things in a positive light, some things in a negative light. Very, very important to remember that everybody's situation is unique, very important, and we advise that you reach out to your tax advisor, to your financial advisor, or if you'd like to reach out to us at North Main Financial Group, love to hear from you, love to chat about your particular financial situation and to see if there are ways in which we might be able to be helpful to you. Online, you can find us at northmainfinancial.com. That's north like the direction, main like the street, financial.com. North mainfinancial.com. We have a contact page on there. Leave us an email address or a phone number and let us know the most preferred and desirable ways for us to contact you again at northmainfinancial.com. However, if you'd like to call us here in the studio, perhaps you got a question. I mean, it is that time of the year, year end kinds of thing. I hope you're not giving too much attention to this because it, it, it is, I hope it's basically between the holidays and football and food. I hope those are your largest decisions. Those, those are pretty much my largest decisions. Not really. It's a busy time for us at uh, at the office, but but I like to give attention to uh, to things like uh, football and food, and uh, not always in that order. So uh, so I hope you're giving more attention to that. But certainly, if you'd like to give us a call here in the studio, you have a question, uh, we'll work hard to uh, to get it into today's show. And uh, But if I miss it, I will certainly bring it up in a future show to make sure that we're giving you the kind of content that you like to hear. 844-STUDIO-4, that's 844-788-3464, that's 844-788-3464 here in the studio if you have uh, something that you'd like to discuss. And, you know, as I'm, I'm saying this, Producer Bill, uh, it, uh, it, it I guess it did occur to me. I'm just now uh, maybe coming to terms with it. Last show of the year. Last, oh, wow. Yeah, last, you are right. Last show of the year. I mean, I mean, next week it's Christmas music and, and that, but this is the last show of 2023. Yes, you are correct. See? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a big deal. We're going to have a little fun with it. All right? And that's not saying we don't have fun every week. I think we have fun every week uh, when uh, when you're coming in here to dollars and cents. But we're going to do some things that, that are a little bit more, let's say, end of year or holiday specific. All right? And maybe even some anecdotal and fun things to, uh, to be thrown in. I, I'm going to start with uh, with probably what is the foundational element of the uh, of the Christmas experience, and that is shopping. Now, now, Bill, I, I know we've talked about this. So are you more of an online shopper, an in person shopper? Do you like to go to the store, touch it? Uh, t- tell me where you are. Ideally, I may go touch it. I need to see yes. it. Yes, I do. I do like that. Yeah. but I do tend to put myself in situations where bingo. 
I got to go online. So There's true. just no other way. I'm already there. I mean, here, here, yeah. we, here we are, 20, <laughs> 20, 20, 21st of December. Um, you know, the weekend doesn't help me out a whole lot either. No, I it mean, does it's, not. you know, the, 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 uh, the uh, day that where Christmas Eve and Christmas fall here is not very, not very helpful. I could have used some more time during the week, <laughs> right. uh, which of course we have the same amount of time every year. I'm just complaining <laughs> yeah. at, uh, at this point. But a couple of, uh, a couple of detail points when we're looking at you know, the Christmas shopping experience. First of all, uh, estimated number of dollars uh, this year to be spent on uh, on gifts and gift giving one trillion dollars one trillion I'd like to know how the folks who come up with that data actually do because I I mean if I if I go on to Amazon and I buy myself a sweatshirt how do they know if it's for me or whether I'm giving it away so I, I would I would like someone to explain that to me. You know what now with what we got with AI and and chat GPT it probably it probably does know. I mean, you probably could tell by the way I'm looking at it because I'm sure the camera on my laptop <laughs> right. is, is, is probably doing uh, you know some kind of facial scan of, of some kind. One, one trillion. 19 of the last 20 years, we have increased the amount that we have spent on, uh, on Christmas, meaning uh, out of the last two decades, 19 of the last 20 years we've increased. The only time we slowed down a little bit was between 2007 and 2008 as we were approaching some pretty muddy economic waters there. So 19 out of the last 20 years. Uh, so, and this, this, uh, th- these data points are coming from the Wall Street Journal. It's important that I mention that as well because they also mention that from their analysis that uh, that there is a higher concentration of spending on experiences instead of things, which I found to be kind of interesting, maybe anecdotal, but, but kind of interesting when you're looking at where folks are spending their money. And you know that has to do with all things financial and economic here on dollars and cents. Consumer is two-thirds, three-quarters of our, uh, literally, of our GDP, our gross domestic product, or what we produce uh, economically as a country. So what the consumer does is a huge deal. So, uh, so when we see that, the folks Folks are spending uh, more on experiences than on things or trinkets. I, th- I think that's kind of interesting. So more perhaps on trips or concerts or other kinds of experiential pleasures instead of perhaps the uh, the top 10 list of, uh, uh, of, of what to buy. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. I do have a top 10 list here. Very, very interesting. I would also like to know who votes on the top 10 lists for the most desirable gifts because this particular list, I'm very interesting. And so we'll, we'll talk about that here a little bit later on the show, a little bit of a teaser right there. But, uh, but talking about the, the shopping experience, a little bit more serious here, but it's, uh, it's, it's still very, very important to keep in mind in terms of where folks are spending their money. Uh, and, and it's one particular way. If you buy online, you have an option with many uh, purchases that you make online, not all, but you have uh, a, an option with many purchases online to do what's called a buy now, pay later, BNPL uh, kind of structure. What that is is essentially a, a short-term, uh, interest-free, usually very low-cost, cost uh, kind of way to spread out your payments for your online purchase. Most of the ones that I've seen, you got four uh, four payments. You could spread it out in, in four payments, you know, 25% of your purchase price there. What's very interesting about that is that, uh, that optionality, that buy now, pay later uh, experience here for um, – the Christmas buying season, the increase in the usage of that up 25% year over year. Now, it's still only 7% usage. I mean, of all the folks who buy things online during the Christmas buying season, uh, only about 7% use buy now, pay later. But that's 25% more here year over year who are using that. Very interesting to see that kind of thing. Very interesting to see that kind of um, emphasis. Uh, There are probably a whole 
bunch of positive and negative points that you could read into that. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about those here uh, because it is a single data point, meaning in terms of it increasing 25% year over year. But I think very interesting in terms of how the consumer is making that spend, meaning in terms of where they're not only allocating their dollars, but how they're stretching those dollars, or perhaps from a budget standpoint, trying to make it a little bit easier for them to uh, to be able to buy something. Uh, and it's better than putting on a credit card. I mean, if you don't pay off your credit card balance each month, you're paying upwards of 19, 20, 21, even higher percent per year if you're not paying off your credit card balance. So from a cost standpoint, it certainly has a greater appeal in terms of the cost of the, uh, the funds or cost of the uh, capital that you're using to make your purchase. But but it also doesn't have the same kind of longevity. I mean, with a credit card, you can uh, spread it out over so years if you'd like to do that. It's going to be very expensive to do that, but you can also do that if, uh, if you would prefer to do that. So very interesting in terms of the buyer trends. Very interesting. Uh, I mean, November looked pretty positive, up about 1%. So anyhow. But uh, we're going to take a break here to hear from our sponsors. We're going to come back and talk about some things holiday and financial here on WSIC News Talk Now. Hello and welcome back to Dollars and Cents, presented by North Main Financial. I'm your host, Joshua Doby. Thank you so much for hanging with us into the second quarter, football reference. Great time of the year for football, especially if you're a Carolina Panthers fan. You're doggone right. We're not giving up on them now. No way. We're, we, we've come this far. Mm-mm. We're, 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 we're not jumping. We're not jumping ship. We're going to keep going. By the way, I, I think I mentioned this this past week. Producer Bill, you may have seen this as well. Now, let's, let's, uh, let's call some things fair. Uh, this past week, and, and and by the way, we're fans here, so it's we're not we're not jump we are literally not jumping ship at this point. But uh, last week, it was uh, let's let's say that um, it was weather wise challenging to be outside uh, during the Panthers game. Uh, meaning we had something just about a breath short of a monsoon uh, during the game. However, I had noticed. And, uh, and again, I may have mentioned this last week, but I saw it again. Uh, 45 cents uh, to uh, to buy a ticket. Do you see this? I'm not I making did, this I up. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, 40, 45 cents. Now, I think with fees and all the other stuff, it came out to 10 or $15 for, sure. uh, for, for the ticket. 45 cents to uh, to, <laughs> go, to go watch a professional football game uh, on StubHub or one of the, the secondary trading uh, or secondary exchange websites where you can buy uh, professional sports tickets. And, uh, and, and I... I, I've seen some, or I've, I, let me say that I have, um, I have heard uh, uh, from folks who are wondering if that's going to happen here this week. Now, this week we're playing the Packers. Uh, so we're playing the Green Bay Packers, and they travel well. They do. So I'm assuming that we're going to have a pretty full house. Uh, if for no other reason, if you're a Packers fan, heck, even if you live in Wisconsin, you, I mean, the, the waiting list, what, like 125 years or something for tickets? Right, right. This is your best shot. I mean, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, come on down, get a little warm weather. I think it's going to be like 60 degrees at least at this point. It's a lot nicer <laughs> this week as well. Come on down. We'll take your money. You come down and spend it. You stay in the fancy hotels, go to the fancy restaurants. You buy you buy the fancy meals and the fancy drink. We will absolutely take your sales tax money. Come on down. We're ready for you. We're ready for you. As 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 the Panthers have taken to the uh, the Green Bay Packers. All right, I appreciate your indulgence with that. We do talk a, a little bit of football here, especially this time of the year, and uh, it is good for that. But let's uh, let's go ahead and pivot back. We were talking a little bit uh, as we were going to break there 
just about the Christmas buying season, what we're seeing out there. And we talked about this phenomenon of buy now, pay later, and uh, the fact that the usage of buy now, pay later, meaning when you're online and you're buying something, you have an option in many instances to be able to make payments, meaning you don't have to make the full purchase on your credit card. You can enter into an agreement with a third-party source uh, where you can make four equal payments over the course of some relatively short amount of time. And about how that usage for online purchases has gone up about 25% year over year. Now, what also has gone up, and and you know, I'll I'll, I'll hear your argument if uh, if you say, well, these are non-correlated. I'm going to say that there's a closer correlation. Uh, in the same ballpark of, let me say, observation at this point, uh, at least for us here at North Main Financial, we're starting to uh, we're working to rather understand where the consumer is is credit card debt. And credit card debt in the most uh, customary and normal ways. Uh, right now, first of all, uh, just sidebar, you heard me say right before break, interest rates on credit card debt, on revolving debt, that debt that you carry longer than a month and that is subject to an interest rate, those rates are significantly higher, 19, 20, 21%, even, even in the mid-20s, uh, in terms of annual percentage rate that you'll pay on that revolving debt. It, it, we're seeing uh, much higher balances now year over year. We just crossed over the $1 trillion mark in terms of then the amount of debt on credit cards, which is not paid off on a monthly basis. So you call it revolving or call it the, the kind of debt that, that sits on uh, those credit cards. Just passed over $1 trillion. Even in the last quarter, that debt has increased just because of uh, additional purchases on existing credit lines uh, up 5%. Now, I don't want to extrapolate and say that that's going to be a 20% run rate here for the next year, but we are up about 30 or have increased about 30% here over the last 18 months, meaning the amount of credit card debt that's sitting out there. That's a concern. It, it, it's a concern for on, on multiple reasons because, uh, the, and again, I don't want to extrapolate too far on this, but when we look at that, we look at the increase of buy now, pay later. You know, we look at other things out there about where the, the shape-shifting of the spending experience uh, that's out there. It's, it's a concern because the very least that's true is that folks are paying an exceptionally high interest rate uh, on something that they bought some time ago. And, uh, and that's, that's a concern. I mean, you're just, you're just paying more. The implication being you don't have the cash, don't have the capital uh, to, uh, to be able to pay it off. And if you don't, you may be living above your means. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying it could be true. And so that, that's an important factor because that tends to snowball a little bit. That tends to uh, impact the consumer uh, after, uh, after a period of time because they're needing to allocate more on a monthly basis towards their credit card statement instead of to, uh, to other things, meaning from a con uh, consumption standpoint. So we're watching that. That's a big deal. All right. Let's, uh, let, let, let's pivot here. We're going we're gonna to do a little fun uh, here uh, in the second quarter here. We're going to look at a top 10 list of uh, – now, a, a top 10 list. Yeah, I guess there's, there may even be more than 10 here. So I, I am referencing good housekeeping, and I reference good housekeeping because, well, at least for folks my age, uh, that is a recognizable name. And, uh, and I was looking for things. So thinking about the consumer, thinking it's the holidays, but also things all, all you know, financial. What are folks buying? Or what, if they're not buying it, certainly it's being recommended that they buy. I got, I got to read a couple of these. I mean, these are, this is good housekeeping. So we're, we're keeping it on the level here. You're not going to hear anything too scandalous uh, in, in looking at the kinds of gifts. Uh, the first one, I mean, this literally is at the top of this list. Uh, and again, I, I got to reference good housekeeping. That's from where I'm pulling it. Uh, the mystery tackle box. Mm. Now, you may say, okay, and if you're not a fisherman, you may not have any idea what uh, what I'm saying. But this is a gift that you can buy for that fisherman in your life. And uh, the fun of it is you have no idea what you're buying. 
meaning it's you're just you're just buying a box. It's full of fishing tackle. All right, it has fishing tackle in it, and uh, and then it's and it's a complete surprise to everybody uh, until it gets open. Now, producer Bill, I I am not much of a fisherman. Uh, maybe this is a thing, uh, but I, the fishermen that I do know, they're pretty serious. I mean, about about what goes on that line. I mean, it, absolutely. There, 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 there's no, there's no mystery going on yeah, there. Yeah, they got a list. Oh, they yeah. know what they want. <laughs> they, they know, they know exactly what though. So I found this very interesting. Maybe this is for the casual fisherman or fisherwoman, and uh, and or perhaps it's you know somebody who's just wanting to have something that's a little more razzled. I don't know. Uh, but I, I found that that was interesting. I thought it was very interesting that I was at the top of this list. All right, second one on here, and uh, this one I think is a little bit more practical. Certainly, I know some folks who would enjoy this wireless mobile mini printer. So the idea behind this is uh, you don't have to hook it up to anything. It runs completely through Wi-Fi. You can print things off of your phone. Your phone connects to this wireless printer and you can print pictures. I find it very interesting anecdotally. And uh, yes, I am going to show my age here again. We've basically come full circle because we, we, when I was growing up about 145 years ago, when I was growing up, the only way to have pictures was to get them produced, meaning that you took them to a photo mat uh, and, uh, and, and you got your pictures back. And, and you then we went to this phase where we had cameras on everything. We st we're still in that phase. We got cameras on everything. Now it was all digital. We got cloud, we got digital uh, sorts of um, uh, storage spaces. And now here we are, we're coming back. We're coming back, producer Bill. See, er er everything's cyclical everything. There are so few original ideas anymore. Now we're coming out with the wireless mobile uh, mini color printer to be able to print those pictures on your phone so we can hold them again. See? Fantastic. Very, very little uh, original idea anymore. Number three, <laughs> custom neon signs. This, this is, again, further evidence that we just run in circles here. Custom neon signs. So again, for someone like my age, basically the kinds of things that you saw in your favorite neighborhood pub uh, growing up, uh, they're back. And so now, now there is a, a, a demand, according to good housekeeping, there is a demand for custom neon signs. Have your name, have a phrase. Uh, or so, I mean, they call it a bestseller. So I'm assuming that there is some, I have no idea what that means. I mean, the fact that it's a bestseller, bestseller for whom, bestseller compared to what, I have no idea. But according to good housekeeping, uh, custom neon signs are, uh, are all the, I mean, are you a custom neon sign guy? No, I mean, but I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to next year for the mystery yeah. neon signs. Oh. See that? Now, wouldn't that be fun? I mean, you make an order. You have no idea what you're ordering, right? I mean, so whatever, uh, whatever the manufacturer decides, right. that's what we're sending you. Right. And you know the color, what it says. You just and you have to keep it. There are no returns. Absolutely. I mean, it's custom. So I mean, there are no there are no returns on that custom stuff. Amazing, amazing. Now, here's something I, I know folks in my family would uh, would like to have, uh, is especially when the uh, when the temperature turns uh, a little cooler. And I I know you folks who are up in the Northeast and the Upper Midwest, you're gonna you're saying we're a little bit crazy when we say you know it gets below 50 degrees here and we're uh, uh, we're, we're looking for a toboggan, but um, a rechargeable hand warmer. Now, I, I thought, and again, I know folks who I think would enjoy this kind of thing. So it, it looks like, I mean, like a packet. I mean, I, I would say it looks the size of a sugar packet or a sweet and low packet uh, kind of thing. Uh, you, you charge it just like the name says, charge it up. And, uh, and then you activate it, turn it on, whatever that means. You hold it in your hand, keep your hands warm. You may or may not find that under our Christmas tree right now. <laughs> See, so, I mean, yeah. it, 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 good housekeeping is telling me that it's Amazon's choice right. and Amazon being the mother of all things retail right. uh, anymore. Uh, it's, uh, okay, see, that I... I it's probably under my tree. I don't even know it. Uh, not not for me, but for folks who, uh, who happen to occupy the same address that uh, that, that I do. All right. Uh, the next one here, according to Good Housekeeping, reusable smart notebook. 
So again, it's not, no, no original ideas. Now we don't just enter things onto uh, onto our uh, digital devices now. Now we have this combination of manual writing and uh, being able to upload that to uh, uh, to the cloud. Uh, that see, it's 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 a circle, everything full circle. When it, especially when it comes to uh, to buying behavior here. All right, now things comfortable here uh, in terms of uh, uh, footwear, cloud slides. Now we call them slides. Now I I, I used to think that uh, that we called them flip flops or, or or sandals, but now I've been told they're slides because you slide your foot into them. So cloud <laughs> slides, impl uh, implication being they're exceptionally comfortable. Hmm. And uh, again, as as an old man, I'm looking for all things comfortable when it comes to footwear. So uh, uh, it says they're. I mean, good good housekeeping says they're a bestseller. I have to believe. Sounds it. nice. I mean, I, it sounds comfortable yeah. uh, to me. So I, I, that's, that, that's good by, uh, by my, now here's, here's something that I, I will need. I do need. It's one of the reasons why I wear cheaters. 12 inch screen magnifier for your smartphone, meaning that you put this in front of your, of, of your smartphone and it magnifies it, which is great for someone like me who's always holding my phone as far away as my arm uh, will absolutely allow me. This is, I, I, this, it's something I can get behind. I think that's uh, that's something that could work. Well, all right. Well, I appreciate your indulgence here as we're taking a look at some things that folks are buying here for the Christmas season here on Dollars and Cents on WSIC News Talk Now. Hello and welcome back to Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. I'm your host, Joshua Doby. Thank you so much for hanging with us into the second half of this week's show. I mean, if you're a nine to five, we're looking at here, what, 25 minutes, 51 seconds. You got to you gotta sprint through the tape. I know it's Christmas. It's the end of the year. You know what? Stand out. Stand out a little bit because everybody else is coasting. I mean, I, I've talked to not, – not, now I'm just going to – complain. I've talked to several folks and they, they figured it out. I obviously haven't figured it out. Producer Bill may have figured, producer Bill has not figured this out and it's not because he couldn't, but because he, he just works too hard. But I've talked to any number of folks who basically have December off. I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I don't know what they're, they're they, like I said, they figured it out. I have not figured it out. Uh, that, uh, that, I mean, you know, what do you do? Well, you know, I got some, you know, some vacation built up and I got these personal days and, and if I don't use them, I lose them. And so boom, uh, just, you know, the, uh, Again, producer Bill, I, I, I haven't figured it out. Genius, yeah, I, I have not been that lucky. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what that would be like. I mean, but that, that's right. uh, you know, kudos. That's what I said to everyone. Kudos to them. You, right. figured, you figured it out. So, I mean, they can watch more football that way, which, by the way, speaking of football, we're looking at college football for just a moment. I know you're saying financial, economic. Yeah, football's a huge business. But the number of college bowl games that we have and their names, I mean, some of these names, I mean, it, it, it takes up more than one line. I mean, it, 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 we got all the sponsors and the name of the bowl, and it, there is a lot going on. Uh, with with that, I mean, and I'm thankful for the teams that get a, the, an opportunity to to be a part of it. But I, I don't I mean my commentary, subjective thought to it, producer Bill. We may have too many bowl games. Yeah, you might be right. I, uh, these are some companies I've never heard of. No, and, and I'm sure that's why they're, right, they're taking advantage right, of the exactly. opportunity, right? Exactly. Uh, to get their name out there. And right. certainly I want that uh, when we're talking about uh, you know, folks making investment and, and, and doing advertising and marketing <laughs> uh, kinds of things. But we, I, I think we gotta, we got we to gotta fix the system because, I mean, we, we talked about previous dollars and cents about the four teams in the playoffs. And uh, I know the Florida State fans are still smart about that, so I'm not going to bring that up again. But, um, but it's, you know, it's big. 
it's big. I mean, all of these games, big sponsorships, tickets, vacation packages, suites uh, at the stadium. It's huge business, billions of dollars with a B, big stuff. All right. As we were going to break there, we were talking about uh, top 10 list of, uh, of gifts that, uh, that folks may want. And when we're talking about the consumer, we're certainly talking about things, financial and economic, uh, just because I, uh, I tend to think of things in, uh, in squared off lines sometimes. Uh, I had also to find a list. I'm sure you'll appreciate this. It's the last show of the year, so we're doing some fun stuff uh, here on Dollars and Cents. Uh, 13 awful Christmas gifts that nobody wants to get. I, and I've, I figured, because usually what, that's what do folks look for, right? What does everybody else want? What's popular? What are folks buying on Amazon? I, I mean, I get that. So I, you know, I just uh, you know, talked to uh, um, you know, the, the mothership Google and, uh, and said, all right, what, what are some gifts out there that, uh, that nobody wants? And again, I have no idea how they determine this list. Like, is it, is it one person? Do they take a poll? If they take a poll, how many people have voted? Uh, on, I mean, is it, it's, it's, it's over. These are the questions. I mean, these, this is what I want to know. I mean, this is, this is what, you know, this is how you get a, a good tight poll of, of actual uh, public sentiment. Right. I just think it's fun. I mean, so let, let's look at, so uh, number one, top of the list, uh, gifts that nobody wants. And uh, I guess this may be somewhat intuitive, uh, self-help books, because I guess, <laughs> I guess there is an implication if you give someone a self help book that they need some significant help. Yeah, right? that makes so sense. I, I, guess, I guess so. I mean, I, that's, I see the logic there. I, I, I think so. Or, or, or on the other hand, you could, say, you could just do it as you're helping someone, but I guess the impression would be right. that, uh, that you may be a little bit too judgmental right, about the right. cut. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense as you're looking at it. <laughs> All right, self-help books. Number two, I, I, did, I did not get this. Again, that's why I, I, I'm, I'm questioning the, uh, the, the polling process there. Keychains. I, I don't. I don't really understand. So keychains are very undesirable. Is is it because they're inexpensive? I already have a keychain. I mean, I guess it's true for most folks who drive. You do, probably do have some level of a keychain. Right. And, I've I've never heard of somebody feeling one way or the other about them. Yeah. I. I, right? I, I, I and why, why would to someone have such dislike. ambivalence? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's like whoa. <laughs> that's that's offensive. Uh, no, no I, don't, I don't know. Again, <laughs> I'm I'm still still not understanding the polling process, but it's kind of fun nonetheless in an anecdotal way. Number three, photo frames, which I found very interesting. Now, I, I had two thoughts to this. Photo frames. I thought, well, that's because, except as we just told you, that the, one of the hot things to buy that folks want this year is actually a photo printer. Um, but I thought, well, we don't produce photos much anymore, so we don't have the paper photos. I thought, okay, maybe that's why nobody wants one. And then I thought, well, uh, maybe, um, again, it's not as expensive and elaborate enough uh, to, to impart something. I don't know. I thought photo frame, especially if you put a photo in it, wouldn't that be a personal? Right. That, that seems that, that would seem connected. Fundamental, yeah. I, I, would think I feel so, like right? I've done that before. When on, I, I, I'm <laughs> sure I have somewhere along the way. I took a nice picture, right? Put it in a nice frame. I, 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 I don't get it. Number four, uh, cloth. Now, I guess, now I, I, again, showing my age, I come from a time, uh, I, I mean, I act like I've come from another dimension there sometimes, but, uh, but I come from a time when clocks were actually a work of art. I mean, you actually, right. you could build clocks, and I know that some folks still do that, not as much perhaps anymore. Uh, but so maybe the idea is if you give me some kind of digital alarm clock for the side of my bed, that that's not particularly helpful. It doesn't produce a, a, a warm feeling. Uh, of, of any kind. I have no idea. Again, sub, very subjective polling here. Really not sure how this all went together. <laughs> Number five, I, I don't agree with it at all. Uh, and and, and it's, it, it makes no sense to me knowing how incredibly prolific uh, this, this end of the economic universe is. Pets. Meaning giving a pet as a gift is, the, is one of the top 
unwanted gifts or, or that makes no sense. Right. I, I mean, I, I, I think about the number of times that dogs and cats and parakeets and all of the kind of stuff are given as pets. And, uh, and this, this particular, uh, I mean, I would be a hero if I gave uh, someone a puppy. I mean, think about it, right? right? I, I mean, that that would be, I, I, I don't know. Now, a I, surprise puppy, maybe that's, you know, maybe well, out of left field. I don't know. Maybe that's the implication, <laughs> right? Maybe that's the implication that, okay, I wanted a, a Great Dane and you got me a Chihuahua. Okay, maybe maybe, maybe that's <laughs> right. it. I, I mean that, and that could that that I could see could go sideways. I mean, right. if you had some significantly different, so you may want to do some preclearance on that kind of thing, just right. to kind of get a flavor that for. That would be the polite thing. All right, do you like golden retrievers or do you like bulldogs? You know that that kind of. So yeah, I, I mean, I, at some level, I think I could, but I, I, I still don't. Yeah, get I, that. I'm with you. I disagree. Yeah. So, all right. Anyhow, so again, uh, this is the, this list obviously was not done in uh, conjunction with asking Bill or I uh, about no. our, our our comments on it. So uh, we're just reading it as. As it comes off the internet because as the chief Justin has told us, everything you read on the internet is in fact true. Statement mugs is next. Statement. Now I'm assuming, because I see these things all over the place. So statement mugs, mugs, I see pictures, you know, that they have these sayings on them. I, I see live, laugh, love. Uh, I see, uh, you know, your glass is always half full. Right. Uh, you Don't know, talk to me before my coffee. Before, right. That's right. Yeah. Exa- exactly. So, uh, so I, I, I'm assuming that's that that's what it means. Uh, that uh, that folks do not want. I, I don't. Again, I don't see why that would arouse such um, offense. Right. Or or, or anger. Dislike. Uh, yeah. I mean, if especially if you're that kind of person. Maybe you are kind of person who. By the way, I love coffee. Uh, that uh, that maybe you can't do anything before uh, you have that first cup of coffee. It would seem like uh, that, uh, uh, that 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 would be a desirable or at least a non-offensive uh, kind of. Now this next one I thought was funny, and uh, <laughs> I can't I, I can't say I've never done this, but I also I can't remember any particular instance where I have. Uh, the ne- the the next one on the list, anything that's obviously a regift. Now. <laughs> Now I I get that that's probably not a good idea, <laughs> but I mean there are ways to kind of work around that, right? right. I mean now if you, if you just keep the same wrapping paper and you know I hand you a gift, producer Bill, and it says to Joshua, Merry Christmas, you know that okay I get yeah that's right that that's that's the, but I mean let's say that. You know, you can separate a little bit. I know, you know, station owner Justin, he's not shy about it. He uh, will regift. I mean, why not? If (laughs) if I don't want it, right? And I know that you do, it seems like it makes a a whole lot of sense. Right. If you Um, get me a mug that has a phrase on it. Right. I'm gonna regift. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd probably do the same thing. You know what? I I, I probably I thought that was just very very interesting. Right. Uh, that uh, that's that's obvious. So when it said that's obviously a regift, so I guess well, it still has the tag on it. I guess so. Yeah. Would that be looked upon as cheap or or uh, skating out of uh, of an obligation? Maybe maybe that's uh, that, that that's that, that's the implication. I don't know. Gift gift cards to places you never go to. So I guess there there is uh, that I guess that makes sense. So if you don't like to uh, to go out to eat at a restaurant and and you are get, and that is known that's the only thing I can think here then that's known and you are given one by someone who also knows that you don't like to go out and eat at restaurants. Okay, I guess that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, for, still, uh, I, I I don't I. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do the mental gymnastics to I put myself well. uh, in whoever wrote this list. Yeah. I can uh, only imagine it was written in all caps late at night. 
<laughs> it, it, it definitely could be. Definitely could be. So, so this, like a for instance here, when the giftee is known to be on a diet. Okay, I see. On a diet. Uh, or flower arrangement cl classes for someone who's allergic to pollen. Okay. okay. Th th these are some very, right. very linear, specific so, uh, kinds of things. I mean, that, that, that just that, that seems very interesting. Um, and then has this the next one, chocolate from brands that no one's heard of. Which I, I I disagree with that. I our, do. Our small businesses uh, no, that we can make put our foot down here. Family businesses. I completely right. disagree with it. I, I don't know why it has to be Mars or Hershey. Uh, I, I don't. Absolutely. Know, not there's anything wrong with Mars or Hershey right. uh, or anything. Right. It's not a buy, sell, or hold recommendation for either one of those companies. But uh, but <laughs> but I thought that was very interesting. Chocolate. Why chocolates? Like what 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 is so specific about? Anyhow, uh, kind of fun. A little bit anecdotal here, talking about uh, what the consumer may or may not buy for this Christmas season. You're listening to Dollars and Cents here on WSIC News Talk Now. Hello and welcome back to Dollars and Cents presented by North Main Financial. I'm your host, Joshua Doby. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Fourth quarter football reference. It's football time. Our Panthers. I mean, I'm feeling it. Now, I know some folks who are going to the, to the game this weekend because they're playing the Packers. And uh, they may or may not be Packers fans instead of Panthers fans. I'm going to set that aside for just a moment. It's an opportunity. I think we're going to fill up the stadium. I think quite a, pro probably a, a fair chance we're going to have more producer Bill in the stadium this week than we did last week. I certainly hope so. I <laughs> hope so because I was getting pretty tired of the television shots showing all of the empty seats right. uh, at uh, at Bank of America Stadium. So looking forward to that. It's supposed to be good weather. Uh, take a look at it. If, uh, if I don't even know if there are tickets available. Like Packers fans travel well, folks. They do. And uh, and so you're going to want to take a look if, uh, if that's on your radar screen. They're playing on Christmas Eve. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. All right. And we were going to break there. We were talking about some anecdotal kinds of things. Gifts that nobody uh, wants. Now, I, I, I did get a, a note here from the chief while we were, uh, were on break that, um, and this is not this is not advocacy for Wendy's, although I do like their hamburgers. Uh, but Wendy's apparently selling $3 keychains that gets you free Junior Frosties for a year. I mean, really? So for three bucks, you buy a keychain and you get free junior. I mean, he's it, it's he it's was all... super excited about that this morning. Actually, is, is that okay? So I I I, I did not hear him. So uh, I see if I'd have been listening to Good Morning Elk and which you should do <laughs> seven to nine Monday to Friday every single uh, every single week. Make sure that uh, that you tune into them. See if I'd been listening, I'd have known that. So I mean, three dollar keychains and you get free junior fraud. I mean, that's yeah, I don't sign know. me up. I mean, is it? There's got to be a limit on that. Like if I go four times a day, they're going to give me four four junior <laughs> right. frosties. I mean, I mean, I'm willing to test that limit. Right. I, I'm I'm willing to have someone say, "Sir, you can no longer." Right. I'll go to the loony bin with you. Ever, I'm, I'm right there with you. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever come back uh, to request your junior frosty because you bought a three dollar keychain. So there, there, there's a reason you're going to want a keychain, right? Especially if you like, uh, especially if you like frosties from Wendy's. All right, let's uh, let, let's get let's get into it here. Fourth quarter. I want to talk on here uh, a little bit on the markets, but also want to talk about the kinds of things that we've been experiencing here just over the course of 2023. We're not. This is more of a list kind of format. It's not. It's not the kind of thing where we're going to get real deep into it. This is the time of the year you hear all kinds of lists. You know, the year in review uh, sort of thing. We're not going to get too deep into that, but uh, but we definitely uh, want to touch on some of the big stories uh, that we had this year. Before we do though, the markets pretty amazing stuff. I mean, outside of yesterday, yesterday we had a pretty notable pullback as of the time of this live broadcast or this uh, recording podcast, if you happen to be listening to it. Uh, but, uh, but we had a pretty notable pullback yesterday. But outside of that, gosh, it, it's been, as measured by our most popular indexes, I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth, uh, no pun intended, especially this time of the year. But, uh, but very interesting to see how the markets have moved in very positive directions here over the last six weeks. Now, 
Most likely. And, I, and I'm being a little bit suppositional here, but I don't think I'm stretching out too far on the proverbial branch that, uh, that because the Federal Reserve has indicated uh, that they are probably at the end of this raising cycle and uh, at least initially we're, we're talking about rate cuts, but then literally within the next 48 hours, several of the Federal Reserve Board of Governors came out and said, uh, well, we're not saying we're going to do it, so don't get too excited about it yet. And those are my words, uh, really encapsulating what they had said. Uh, so it, I think that's wise. You heard me say that last week as well. When it was put out there, postulated that there would be uh, two, three, four cuts next year uh, from some of the inclinations from the Federal Reserve Board. That's, uh, that's way ahead, way ahead of uh, being able to anticipate that for uh, for this coming year. So I, I don't, we'll see when we see. We got to get six to nine months out just to figure out what in the world all this means from an economic standpoint first before we can really talk with any legitimacy about cutting rates. But the market kind of took off on that. And it was taking off before then, I think, in anticipation of that. And uh, and it has really been quite strong. So take a look at your portfolios. Take a look at your 401ks. Take a look at your investments. Make sure that you're not out of kilter, meaning as far as your allocations are concerned. If you've had some big winners this year, congratulations. I love that. But make sure that you're not taking an unnatural amount of risk, even without trying. Because you get some big winners in there compared to some other things in your portfolio, which may be more modest or even negative in return. And you may be over uh, overweighted in, in one particular holding, fund, ETF, stock, bond, etc. So you want to take a look at that. You want to make sure that you're – because there's another side to this hill. I know. I'm a glass half full kind of guy as well, but th there is another side to this hill. And there will be corrections and there will be pullbacks and there will be the kinds of things where we return more to the mean than where we are right now. So this is the time. Do it into strength. You hear me say this whenever the market goes up. Do it into strength. Do it at a time when the market's doing well. It's the most powerful time to be able to reallocate your portfolio, so make sure you do that. All right. Looking back, 2023, some of the big news stories that were out there and, uh, and I, I'm going to start with one that's okay, not all that fun, uh, but was huge and, and in many ways still is huge as far as uh, the impact on our financial system, not because the financial system is in danger, but because of the ripple effect that it was through the system, especially as it was happening. And that has to do with the, uh, the FDIC takeover of Silicon Valley Bank, SVB, for short there. It took, uh, took place uh, at the end of the first quarter of this year. Now, I should also tell you that the FDIC takes over several banks every single year. I mean, there was one year, I want to say it was 2005, within the last couple of decades where they, there was not one bank taken over by the FDIC, but generally speaking, one to five banks every year uh, being taken over by the FDIC. So that's not an unusual kind of thing in that it never happens. What was a little bit unusual with SVB was the size and the players involved. $200 billion bank, and it really caused a, a shudder through the financial system, especially when you're looking at regional bank stocks. So not just, you know, regional banks um, that were close to SVB or had business relationships with them, pretty much the whole sector. And it really put a chill into the system. Uh, to, and to the extent that with many of those banks, they have not recovered. Now, some of them are, uh, meaning some of them are back to pretty much where they were before uh, SVB's collapse and First Republic's collapse uh, that, uh, again, taken over by the FDIC at that time. But uh, some of them are getting back there, but some, some of them are not. And so a lot of effect in terms of the financial system, some concerns about the financial system. Yes, largely abated, but still a big story in 2023. All right, this next one, when you talk about economic impact, I'm going to be hard-pressed to find a single person that's had a larger uh, financial impact uh, than Taylor Swift. 
I think I just need to say the name Taylor Swift several times, and I think I think our our listenership's just going to go up. I think it just just right. I mean, that's all I have to do. So talk about Taylor Swift, or or you know, say that Taylor Swift's going to call. She's not going to call in. I, I she might, but I doubt it. Uh, anyhow, the only reason I'm bringing her up uh, went on tour, Eras tour this year, uh, live tour, and, and in addition to the tour, then we had this movie thing. And and I and I'm I, I'm uneducated. Uh, what what is what are you guys uneducated and uninformed? Correct. Uh, that's that's exactly what I I'm uneducated and uninformed. <laughs> uh, with but I am I am somewhat educated and somewhat informed by what I'm going to say next. Her tour, the music tour, one billion dollars in terms of revenue for her. One billion, billion dollars for, for I mean, I mean there there was a time I want to say that the Rolling Stones. Now, the Rolling Stones go on tour quite a bit. They've, they've had a last tour, I don't know, about eight or nine times now. <laughs> but I, I remember looking at a, at a Rolling Stones tour, and they, they grossed $200 million, and I thought that was just off the charts. It was unreal. And it is. And I, I think it is. Right. Five times that. Five <laughs> times that with, with, with Taylor Swift. And that, we're not talking about the economic impacts. I told you. I mean, I told you this earlier this year. She moved the GDP. Literally, her tour moved our national gross domestic product in terms of the ripple effect of travel, of hotels, of restaurants, of retail, of goods, especially when you add in the uh, the movie experience. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I was looking at folks, they're buying outfits to go to the movies. Uh, right. I mean, I, I, again... I, I, she figured it out. She she has. It. I mean, just, she has it. Ju- just 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 like the folks I know who took December off, they figured it out. Right. Right. And 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 here, uh, producer Bill and I are we're, we're sweating it out right to, right <laughs> right to the bloody end. So, anyhow, billion dollar impact. That's a that's a huge story. AI AI artificial intelligence, huge huge story this year. Chat GPT getting a re release. Uh, certainly uh, from um, uh, from Microsoft. Huge deal. OpenAI became a, uh, the company. OpenAI became uh, almost a household word. word household word for those of us in the investment uh, and, and economic universe uh, be, just because of its impacts almost immediately uh, on so many areas and so many folks positive negative and sideways uh, on it we're going to this is going to be an evolving story you know how much is it going to impact us how much is it going to provide challenges um, you know moral hazard kinds of things it's out there you know how, how are we going to answer those kinds of questions it's probably going to be an evolving kind of thing uh, just like it has been to this point Point, but a lot on that this year really splashed on the scenes. Um, some movement in terms of executives between OpenAI and Microsoft. I think Microsoft ended up on top of that. Certainly, it seemed like that uh, after everything was done shaking out there. Very, very interesting to uh, to see that kind of thing. But uh, but it's again big AI out there, inflation, and 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 certainly with interest rates. Next big uh, news story for the year. We, we've been talking about it pretty much nonstop. And, uh, and so when, when we're looking at where inflation is now, we're looking at where interest rates are right now, uh, I, can, I think we can say with some legitimacy, uh, the, the Federal Reserve did what it intended to do. It intended to knock down inflation uh, by raising interest rates. I think it's been very interesting to see how in doing that, that we have not, not had unemployment um, increase during that time. That usually and customarily is what happens. That may happen yet. It's actually one of the things that North Main Financial, we're watching that for 2024, maybe even with some level of anticipation uh, associated with it. So we're watching that kind of thing very closely, but certainly when we're looking at inflation and interest rates, some historic highs in terms of where things have been and and how 
much it increased in a short amount of time, and then how fast and how much the Federal Reserve increased interest rates during uh, d- during these last 20 months as well. So big, big story there. Student loan repayments starting in uh, in, in this past October, that's big. We, we still don't understand the net effects of that yet. And certainly when we were, uh, saw some reports about just the headaches and the the mess that, uh, that that has just been the restart process about incorrect draws out, out of uh, borrowers' accounts and a lot to uh, to go on there. But not, nevertheless, still a big story, still going to impact the consumer. It'll be very interesting to see how that happens in 2024. Well, folks, here in the last several seconds, I want to take some opportunity to thank you for being a listener to Dollars and Cents this year. Really do appreciate the time that you take here on Thursday afternoons to tune in and to listen to all things economic and financial. I appreciate you so very much. I hope you have a terrific holiday season, a wonderful new year. We're really looking forward to being with you here in 2024 here on WSIC News Talk Now. Happy Holidays from WSIC, Statesville, W290DK Mooresville, W264CU Statesville.